Nishma Sibah Wa Wa 
Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
J.M. in the A.M. It's Avramo. It's Avram Freed with Bring the House Down here at J.M. in the A.M. Uh, before that, uh, Miami with Maron. You heard Yismach Melech, Shlomo Katz. Ellie Marcus at Osios. Aryeh Kunstler with Osis Shalom. Masach Hashem, our Monday morning theme song. It's from Mayor Sherman. And, of course, Regesh Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. It's Monday on this November the 19th, day 11 in the month of Kislev. Good Olive Kislev. Hang on a second. <laughs> Isn't that... Am I right that that's something, or am I making this up? I'll know in a second. As I, It's amazing. You can just Google this stuff today. 
Uh, oh, Yud Kislev is the um, Chabad Yantif. Yud and Yud Tes, not Yud Aleph. All right, good to know. Uh, it's Monday, as I said, November the 19th, the 11th of Kislev. Thanksgiving week. We are here all week long, including Thursday and Friday. I hope you'll join us, even as you are uh, celebrating or uh, taking time off or whatever it is you'll be doing later in the week. Make sure to join us and be part of this amazing and incredible radio experience that more and more and more people are discovering. I was at a wedding last night. Wow. More and more and more people are discovering how easy it is to tune in and be part of this. 44 degrees outside with 82% humidity. Winds are west at 4 miles an hour. Cloudy today with a high temperature of 53. Then tonight, showers late, a low 45. Tomorrow morning, clouds, afternoon sun, and a high Tuesday 49 degrees. You shall line right now a beautiful 68. We're at 44 in New York City. Expecting a Thursday and Friday this week in New York. Thanksgiving and the day after. That supposedly are going to be a challenging weather-wise. Supposed to be pretty cold for November. Hopefully it won't snow. So, you know, at least comparatively to last week, it'll be much better. Uh, right now, 68 in New Shalim, 44 here in New York City. Good morning. From JM in the AMO, Harav Aaron Bina is scheduled to join us coming up uh, later on in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, he'll be joining us uh, coming up here at JM in the AM. Plus, Rabbi Zechariah Fruchtendler, who is, um, who is, I guess, co-author, you would say, of the the book CPR, Recitation for Resuscitation for Your Soul, What Shabbos is Really About is scheduled to be in our studio coming up here at JM in the AM. It's a brand new uh, Missouri Publications Art Scroll Shire Press release. You can go to uh, artscroll.com. Again, it's called CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, What Shabbos is Really All About. He's scheduled to be in our studio 8 o'clock this morning here at JM in the AM. And Yassi Baumel, our good friend, he's uh, agreed to come on the air and talk about that uh, flight to Athens that took place um Late last week, and when I mean late last week, I mean late. <laughs> uh, the El Al flight because of the storm here Thursday. We'll talk about that and more coming up all at the JM, all here at JM in the AM. Well, like I said, a short week, but we're here. Uh, Thursday's going to be a little bit different than a regular Thursday. We'll have JM in the AM live and then go into, a, uh, into our music stream, into our music mix for the rest of Thanksgiving Day. And um, uh, Friday morning, regular Friday. Regular Friday with the weekly update and more. So sort of like a different kind of week, but sort of in many ways like a regular scheduled week. It's a Monday. Back to school, back to work we go with JM in the AM. Singing alone, I've been known to do. It's not the same As singing with you I've walked alone Yeah, I know it's true And it's not the same As dancing with you Life is so much better With harmony together We could outstone many weather with harmony, harmony together, many colors blend as one. Me, you, and everyone, our harmony 
is hard to fight It can shine away the darkest night Soon they'll lay down their guns and knives No more dark clouds in the skies Enemies will walk away Singing softly as they say Life is so much better With harmony together Life is so much better In harmony together I've seen the end And there's nothing new It's all about the unity Of me and you He may be different No matter what you do But in his heart and soul He knows these words are true Life is so much better With harmony together We could outstorm any weather With harmony Harmony together Many colors blend as one Me, you and everyone Our harmony is hard to fight It could shine away the darkest night Soon they'll lay down their guns and knives No more dark clouds in the skies Enemies will walk away Singing softly as they say Life is so much better With harmony together Life is so much better In harmony together Shamshi Misura, Almenas Lekabetras. Ati, you can't vote him. Hamashamshi Misura, Almenas Lekabetras. Ati, you can't vote him. Hamashamshi Misura, 
את הקדוש ברוך הוא מהווה Yeah, hallelujah, it's shame I said, 
J.M. and the A.M. on a Monday with Eitan Freilich and Ivdu off the album Peace Will Come. Yoni Z had Animamin. You heard Lovado Ohad. He was amazing last night. He really was amazing at the Bosch wedding with uh, our entitled bomb orchestra. Just just amazing. That was Ohad with Lovado. Lo Yavo, that was uh, Yaakov Shweki. And, of course, Eighth Day 
had Harmony off the album All You Got. They have a brand new album. We'll get to some of their music, of course, later on in this show. It's a uh, Monday here at JM and the AM on November the 19th, the 11th of Kislev. Good morning, everybody. Let's run through a couple of things here. Um, first of all, please keep in mind uh, Harav Shimon ben Nechama for Rafur Shlema. Shimon ben Nechama for Rafur Shlema, and we thank you for that. Um... Please keep in mind. Please keep in mind Yechiel Yosef Ben Frumit, and add the name to your Tehillim groups, as he is somebody who is going to be uh, undergoing surgery this week, and we thank you very much, Yechiel Yosef Ben Frumit, Yechiel Yosef Ben Frumit, for your Fur and we thank you very much for that. Um, on the good news front, got some amazing and incredible good news yesterday. I want to wish a mazel tov to uh, Janet and Lior Hode. And, um, of course, to uh, Samantha and Ben. Uh, they had a, uh, a pair <laughs> of brand new babies. <laughs> Samantha and Ben <laughs> are proud parents of a brand new baby girl, excuse me, a brand new baby boy, and then a brand new baby girl. So there are twins, a boy and a girl, born to the Locke and Hode families. And we say mazal tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Is that amazing news? That is amazing news. So baruch Hashem. Also, I got a communique this morning from Rabbi Mark Lenzman, my dear friend. And as you know, the um, grandparent combination of Naomi and Rabbi Mark Landsman and uh, Cheryl and Dr. Jay Bienenfeld are uh, celebrating the um, the birth of a uh, brand new grandson, and we are told that the uh, name is Daniel Avraham, Daniel Avraham Bienenfeld. So mazal tov to um, uh, Tarina and Jeremy and the entire family from all of us here at JM and the AM. All right, so we've got some great news, thank God, to share with everybody, and that's always amazing. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSegal.com and the NachumSegal Network, and of course, on the beloved NSN app. The um, news from Israel is coming up. Gali Tzal in the background. We'll do our news from Israel and then plenty more. Harav Aron Bina, who's Rosh Hashiva of Nativ Aryeh in the old city of Jerusalem, is scheduled to join us in studio this morning in the 7 o'clock hour. Also, uh, in the 8 o'clock hour, Reb Zacharia Fruchtandler, co-author of the book CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, What Shabbos is Really All About. He's scheduled to join us in the 8 o'clock hour this morning. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast from Monday's next book. It's over from Jamie. Galitzal, Mirushalayim, Ashaa Shtaim, Shalom Rav, Kan Rani Avnai, Ima Shekorei Achshav. הרמטכ"ל רבלוף גדי אייזנקוט והיועץ המשפטי לממשלה אביחי מנדלבליט תוקפים את השר בנט בשל דבריו כי אילו חיילי צהל מפחדים מהפרקליט הצבאי הראשי יותר ממנהיג חמאס בעזה סינואר. 
כתבתנו מוריה אסרף. בפתח ישיבת המטה הכללי אמר הרמטכ"ל גדי איזנקוט, הפרקליטות הצבאית היא חלק מעוצמתו של צה"ל, ומסייעת לו כתף אל כתף עם המפקדים והלוחמים. גם היועץ המשפטי לממשלה מנדלבליט הגיב על דבריו של שר החינוך בנט ואמר, לדברים אין שחר, עמידה בהוראות הדין, גם בשעת לחימה, היא מקור העוצמה לצה"ל. יושבת ראש סיעת הבית היהודי שולי מועלם העריכה בשיחה עם יעל דן שהשר בנט התנצל על דבריו. אני קצת מופתעת מהרצון של חלק מהדוברים לקחת את השר נפתלי בנט שהוא מגדולי תומכי צה"ל ובטח ובטח הרמטכ"ל. אם הדברים הובנו כהסתה נגד הצבא, אני בטוחה שיעלה השר נפתלי בנט אצלך ויגיד שהדברים שלו לא הובנו. השר לביטחון הפנים גלעד ארדן השיק את המטה הלאומי להגנה על ילדים ברשת, הראשון מסוגו בעולם, שמספרו יהיה 105. כתובתנו עד השתיים, שמע אותו. מהיום תהיה כתובת עם מספר 105. המטה הלאומי החדש להגנה על ילדים ברשת יטפל במקרים האלה גם בהליך אכיפתי פלילי וגם מהזווית של הילד או הילדה בהליך טיפולי ותמיכתי. עצירת תושבת השטחים נעצרה במעבר קלנדיה שבעוטף ירושלים כשברשותה סכין. כתבתנו בבירה מיכל צ'ין. החשודה בת 25 הגיעה למעבר קלנדיה שבצפון ירושלים. בעת שניסתה להיכנס לשטח ישראל, ביצעו השוטרים וחיילי מג"ב חיפוש ומצאו סכין המוחבאת בתוך גליל קרטון. החשודה הועברה לחקירת המשטרה וכוחות הביטחון. יושב ראש תאגיד הרכב ניסן רנו יודח מתפקידו וצפוי להיעצר לאחר שמעל בכספי החברה. כתבת חדשות החוץ, מאיה רכלין. תאגיד הרכב היפני ניהל בחודשים האחרונים חקירה נגד יושב הראש קרלוס גון. במהלכה התגלה כי יושב ראש ניסן ומנכ"ל רנו משך משכורת גבוהה מהמותר והשתמש בנכסי החברה לצרכיו האישיים. לכן צפוי גון, שמחזיק בעמדה ניהולית בתאגיד כבר עשרים שנה, להיעצר ביפן ולעזוב את תפקידו. מניית ניסן רנו כבר צנחה ב-13%. חבילה ובו עשרות סוגי חרקים הותרה בנתב"ג לאחר שתושב מודיעין ניסה להבריחה ארצה. כתבנו רמי שני. קופסאות של צעצועים מוזרים קיבל אליו תושב מודיעין שהזמין את המטען בדואר אוויר, אך דאג שלתוך הקופסאות יוכנסו עשרות מינים של חרקים, זוחלים ורכנסים להעשיר את האוסף שברשותו. החבילה יורתה בידי היחידה לפיקוח על הצומח והחי של משרד החקלאות טרם שהגיע ליהודה, עוד כשהייתה בחברת המשלוחים. ומזג האוויר מחר יהיה מוענן חלקית וללא שינוי ניכר בטמפרטורות. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין.
J.M. in the A.M. That's from uh, Yaakov Shweki, of course. Netzach Israel. You heard Shim Kramer with Sadiq. Bring It Home was eighth day, brand new from their album Stronger Closer, and a couple of brand new singles. You heard Benny Friedman with Vesecha Zena and David Perlman with Modim to open up the 8 o'clock hour. It's Monday, J.M. in the A.M., 44 degrees, cloudy skies, and a high of 53 in the New York area. Uh, feel free to comment on the app. Go to the Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone. Again, NSN, Nahum Segal Network app for Android and iPhone. And comment away and um, uh, be part of this amazing radio experience. Short week for us in a way, but in a way not because we have Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. But we will be here live on Thursday morning between 6 and 9. And Friday will be a normal day as well. Uh, only exception, I guess, will be the uh, daytime programming on Thursday will uh, be a mix of amazing music as opposed to our regular programming. Meanwhile, it's back to school and back to work on this Monday morning broadcast. Rav Aaron Bina is going to join us coming up. Nativ Arye has got a very, very big day today. We'll explain why. And those of you who are alumni, those of you who are friends, those of you who want to support a great yeshiva in the old city of Jerusalem, you have an opportunity to do so today. We'll explain the whole thing. Also, Rav Zahir Fruchtan later on, CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, a book written, a 600-page book written about Shabbos. And we have an opportunity to speak with him coming up live in studio in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JM in the AM, plus a full lineup, including Mayor Weingarten on at 9 o'clock with The Israel Show, Yoni Pollock with After Further Review at 10, and of course, Jake Novak at 11 a.m. live with the Novak. Now it's all coming up here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Meanwhile, we'll wrap up uh, this half hour with more great music. Keep it right here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM. Yehuda Green that he calls, with a song he calls Yehuda's Nigund. Here at JM in the AM. Checking our community calendar online, uh, Brissav Rum has posted some of the uh, Hanukkah events that are happening at the beginning of December. You know that they're everywhere uh, with uh, parties and celebrations and, of course, uh, the lighting of the Hanukkiot in a variety of places around New Jersey. Uh, check it out. Go to the uh, go to the uh, com. Click on community calendar. You'll see that. Friendship Circle's got an event with Benny Friedman. It's up there. The Miami and the Simcha Liner concert for uh, Evanston, Illinois, that we've been talking about or alluding to over the last couple of weeks, plus the one in L.A. as well, are both up there for December the 6th and December the 9th. The Big Apple Circus, as you know, is coming up December 10th, final day of Hanukkah. We had a whole big thing with Ding about this in studio. It's up there on the community calendar. Ortora Stone dinner is up there for the 19th of December. And uh, Congregation Tomatora Flatbush is going to be welcoming our Ari Leibowitz for their lecture on the 22nd of December. All of these events on our community calendar. If you go to nachomsegel.com slash community calendar. And, of course, if you have one that's happening anywhere in any city around the world, if you have an event, we'd like you to uh, email Avrami. Get it up there on the community calendar, af at nachomsegel.com, af at nachomsegel.com. Com. Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Zechonishmas Harav Zeb, Nabil Sevalevi, and Zechonishmas Esther Basar, Nabil Sevalevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. When analyzing the problem of children at risk, we realize that many times there wasn't someone who knew how to deal with them correctly, how to praise them, not to negatively criticize them, not to always say what they didn't do right and what they have done that still needs to be corrected. Recently, there was a wealthy businessman who came from London. He came with $100,000 in cash. Along the way, he was accosted by three thieves. They demanded that he give over all of his money, otherwise they're going to kill him. The Yid tried to engage them in discussion. He saw that one of them was their leader, so he turned to him and said, I see you're a person that has many talents. You look like an understanding, intelligent person. Why do you need my money? The guy was shocked by the question. And he said, I'm going to tell you why. I need it to buy drugs. How much do you need exactly? Asked the businessman. The man said, I need $50. The man gave him a hundred sterling and said, here's double what you need, but leave me alone. Miraculously, These words were effective. The thief took the hundred and he left along with the other two. The next day, the Yid comes to Shul and he sees outside that the leader of the thieves were standing in the doorway waiting for him. He said to himself, he must have come to demand the rest of the money. However, the young man explained, I told you I only needed 50 and you gave me a hundred. I would like to return the $50 that I didn't use. The Yid asked him to explain what had changed from the day before. Yesterday, you wanted to steal all my money, and today, you're returning the extra $50. The thief replied, I'm 27 years old, and until today, I never heard from anyone that I'm a good person. No one ever told me that I made a positive impression. You are the first who has ever said these words to me. This encounter turned me around. I decided 
It's not right for me to steal your money. I will eventually return even the money that I did take from you to buy the drugs. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you Morning Chizik. Have a nice day. Monday morning, it's JM in the AM. Thank you very much, Rabbi Goldwasser. Today's a very big day for Yeshiva Nativ Aryeh in the old city of Jerusalem. Everybody around the world gets an opportunity uh, to support the Yeshiva in a charity, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y campaign, a charity campaign. Uh, which, as many of you are familiar already, uh, involves matching grants, uh, most of which have been established already, uh, and involves uh, a full day of giving and encouraging people to give and reminding them to give. A lot of people in this audience are either alumni or friends of Yeshiva Nativ Those of you out there who are not, I can tell you it's uh, quite a worthy cause because you get to support a yeshiva that is in the heart of the old city of Jerusalem and really uh, enhancing the lives of many students from around the world, especially from the United States, and especially from the New York and New Jersey area. And it is an honor to welcome the Rosh Yeshiva, Harav Aaron Bina, to our uh, studio this morning. Harav Bina, shalom. Welcome back to JMN. Shalom. How are you? Great to see you. If can I say a word about what Rabbi Goldwasser just Please. said? Please. He just came out with a book about my father's life. Right. When I was in, when I was in elementary school, my mother used to say to my father, Arye, you don't care about our own education. He doesn't do nothing in elementary school. All day soccer. I used to play a lot with the Amshin of a Rebbe today, Yankale. He was the goler. Whenever we lost, he used to cry. <laughs> and my father never told me anything about study. The only thing he used to tell me, he used to take me the concept by you and Echa Rotet Morecha to look the big doilim. I was allowed by the Tish of the Belzerebe, but Shabbos used to come to Ushalayim to Katamon. I'm allowed by the Beis Yisroel, the Gerebe, more from a lot by Reblazer Yudefink and Miro Shishive, because my father is old mirror, and a lot by Reprime Shuletzis, my father Havrusi and Mir for eight years, and a lot by Diana Bramsky from London, used to live next door to us in, in Bait Vegan, what called today Rehov Breuer, Shikun Pagi. And this is what my father did to me a lot, to see the G'doylim. A lot of love, never told me, Aaron, you don't study anything, what will be with you. Only to see the G'doylim. Also, who used to be, was a brother of Reb Simcha Kuk, Shishlite. Reb Shlomo Kuk was the, was the rabbi of the army, later came the rabbi in Rehovot, got killed in a train accident, crossing, he used to study for Dionys, he used to live cross building from us, four o'clock, few times, my father used to wake me up and used to look in the window, you see what is a learning for This is what my father did to me. Never, never gave me patch in my life. Never. And only love to Torah. Love, love to Torah. We just came out with a book, Ari Ben Olamot is the name of Hanan Pik. My father came to Israel in 1935. He came from Mir Yeshiva and I asked him once, where did you pick Zionism? You came from Mir, 10 years in Mir from the age of 12. He said the Torah is Zionism. Oh. Open the Chumash. Oh. From Lech Lecha till Enekol Yisrael. It's we're, all full of Zionism. We're in the Parshiot right now. Well, well, what's your problem? All full of Zionism. If you mention the Parshiot this week, Vaishlach. Yeah, of course. My wife once, by, when she went to Michlala 50 years ago, she got the Schutel, because her father is also Altamirer. 
from Shanghai, she ate a lot by Reb Chaim Shmulevitz. In this week parsha, he said, by the table, when Yaakov bought Shechem, he said by the table, Afilu Herzl, he's a famous Ibn Ezra there, about Ben Olam Abba, Mishish Lo, Chelek Mitzberetz Yisrael, said Afilu Herzl, he's Ben Olam Abba. We have to be careful, Rabina. I want you to make it out of this neighborhood safely. You're, I'm, say, I'm, you're saying, a, you're saying a lot of very interesting things. I'm 71. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> we also want to welcome Rav Hanan Bina, who's here, Rebbe, of course, and many other things at Yeshiva Nativ Ariad. I must say, Rav Hanan, when your father is here, you never know how the conversation is going to start. But we're off to an amazing start so far this morning. Baruch Hashem. With the history that he comes from and the future that he sees, it's always a... Uh and interesting places that he that he brings the conversations to. To say the least. All right, we should mention that Baruch Hashem, Yeshivat Netivarye, is flourishing this year. I'm assuming so, because it, it flourishes every year, right? Baruch Hashem, all b'siyata dishmaya, like the Rechaim said, you need siyata dishmaya to have siyata dishmaya. And Baruch Hashem, we have a lot of siyata dishmaya, a lot, a lot. And we have over, first year over 95, 96 boys. That's what I was going to Second wow. year over 60 guys. With a third year, 60... Five, and Baruch Hashem, we push all of them to go to college. We are not for Koilel, for everybody. Everybody has to go to college. Yet it sounds like you encourage them to go Shana Bet, it sounds like. Nothing against Shana Bet, but if you lose your place in Ivy League College, yeah. you're not allowed to come Shana Bet. Seriously? No way. No way. You have to go. If you have a student going to Yale, you throw them out after one year. I have boys in NYU. I have boys in Harvard. Who stayed one year with you. Stay one year. Some of them went to university for one semester and came back. They took, they took a leave of absence. Right. And one they, boy, they didn't know they could do it. And right. one boy in Stern Business School, I don't know how, right. he wrote them a very special letter. His father, a big businessman in New York, helped him with the letter, and they gave him permission to study second year, and I was in Stern Business School. And without that letter, you wouldn't have let him stay. No way. <laughs> no way. My rule is, when come to food, whatever I give my children, I give to the boys. And you see, I'm not skinny. I love food. We give the best food in the country. And if my son be Ivy League College, I will tell him go to Ivy League College. Then why Shana Gimel? Why are there some students? Some people need Shana Gimel. There are students who need Shana need Gimel. Need Shana Gimel, but only if you don't lose your place. In How college. many Shana Gimel students are there this year, for instance? Do you know? Do you know offhand? This year, this year we have six boys. In, in oh, so it's not it's not an outrageous no, number. No, 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 no. Right. The idea is to try to create the next... Right, generation. I think leaders. I just, I think I just meet everybody who's trying to give a little That's what it seems like to me. But there's, there's six boys who are there pa- past their second year, and they're gaining even more from the experience. Yes. All right. Very nice. So, we our philosophy. We live in the world. We are part of the world. You have to be leaders. You have to be living the world. We have only university. We have a Shir in Gemara. One of the guys alumni is coming teaching in NYU. Wow. Our guys. We have guys in Harvard. The Gabi in Harvard is our Ramaz Nativarye, and he wants to stay second year. And his father agreed. I said, Lenny, no way. Wow. He's not coming back. You know what's difficult? What's difficult sometimes is because of your location, it's very hard for a student to leave where he has spent at least one year. It's a very, I'm, this is nothing against, you know, nothing against Yavne and nothing against Malot and nothing against any other yeshiva and geography. But when you're, you know, with, when you're feet away from Harabayat, when you're that when you're that close, meters away from Harabayat, it must be very difficult for a student to go back to the Galut afterwards. You know, written our Kodesh, you're right. Not Jewish people, if you know about psychology a little, every year 90 people get in Yerushalayim. 
Jerusalem syndrome, right. not Jewish. Right. And Yerushalayim effect, but effect in the positive way. Right. We have every year, we have some alumni come over 30 years to Daven Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur with yeah. us. We have a grandmother, she's 85, she's still coming, Yom Kippur to Yeshiva. Yeah. Thank God, winter break. We have a, we have an open door policy for alumni all 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 year. We have we have close. Oh, meaning alumni. our winter break here. Our winter break here. We have over ah. 100 alumni that come from all colleges, for free, food, shiurim, rabbanim get chizuk, and we get chizuk obviously from them. This Shabbos is a bar mitzvah. One of the alumni Thursday bar mitzvah, Shabbos bar mitzvah. They come back. Many alumni come back for anochas tefillin. This is the place. Yeah, we have mutual History friends. History start there. We have mutual friends yeah. who spend the Yom Narayim with you. Yeah, sure. It's, a, it's an amazing experience, I know. Sure. Haravbina and Haravbina are both in the studio. We, we have to focus for a moment on what today is about. Uh, all these boys and their families should certainly participate today, but everybody out there uh, in this audience who wants to participate and support an amazing yeshiva in the old city of Jerusalem that's literally meters away from Harabayit, they'll be able to join today's you campaign. You know, you spoke about the holiness. Yeah. A few months ago, passed away, got killed, Ari Fold. Yeah. Ari Fold's owned by us, did the army by us, used to teach by us, and then he decided you have to make a living. Grabbing is not enough for living. He started in high tech. He never missed Thursday night to come at night to Yeshiva. Used to come to my Urachaim Shir, one o'clock, and they stay up all night, Talking to boys, learning with the boys all night and never miss a day. Never miss a Thursday We're night. We're talking about Ari Fold. Ari Fold. He felt he was really a Ben Torah. He was really Safra and Saifa. So he was with you every Thursday night? Every, never miss. And whenever the he boys used, must have gained a tremendous amount no of No question. Every, he used to invite him to talk. You know, I was very scared. The last past year in Yom Azikaron, a regular tour guy but not able to come, Ari Fold took the boys to Ar Herzl. Better quote the Tzvi Darmi Cemetery and gave all speech. Wow, I'm shaking. He was our tour guide. It was the most. The boys came back shaken. You know, you know how he was a very powerful speaker. Yeah. Very powerful. So charisma. He really was Ishemis all the way. And he was murdered on a Sunday morning. That Thursday beforehand, yes. he was with you. Sure. Wow. Never miss. Wow. Sometimes used to bring the children. Sometimes used to be. When I came to pay Shiva call, came to me a kid. He said, "I'm your student." I look at him. He looked at me. Just start high school. I my students said, when I used to teach a little in school, every time you used to talk about you, you used to talk about Torah is the most important thing. Right. Without to know page Gemore, what are is wrong with us? So you've released a birkon, a birkon in is the memory there, of Ari Fuld. Yes, and here there is a picture with Rabbi David Abu Chatzera. Right. We take the boys once a year, he give blessing to everybody. And Ari talking to him. Ari was a, a true Benteire, a true rabbi. He shames in everything. Part, part of the Thursday night program in Yeshiva after the speech, there is a pre-Shabbat singing in the in, in the office, in Ravina's office. So Ari used to make sure to be there, they sing Ka'echsof and everything. So we felt that after Ari's voice was was uh, stolen from the world, we have to strengthen and and, and bring that voice back to our alumni Shabbos table. So we took out a venture for our alumni with a letter telling them that, you know, we are continuing stronger and no terror will defeat the Jewish uh, Strength. So clearly he's missed on Thursday nights. I'm sure it's an empty feeling in Yeshiva. So we started a few programs in order to try to bring back the, the Ruach of Ari. Uh, we have many alumni that made Aliyah and that went to the army. So we have a program for them uh, once every three weeks to come back to Yeshiva. And they have Shiurim. And then, you know, by default, once they're in Yeshiva, they're talking to the alumni, they're talking to the boys, they're, they're influencing. And that's a tremendous, tremendous part of trying to bring in 
uh, the, the ruach that Ari used to bring mm. and continue what the yeshiva does to, to inspire the, the Talmudim. All right, everyone out there will excuse me for, for referring to this in a fundraising method, but can someone obtain that bench? It's so beautiful, that beer cone, that bench. Or could someone get it if they contribute to the yeshiva? Like, is it available so to people? We're going to be today at the Jewish uh, Center, yeah. the West Side, 347 West 34th. Anybody that comes there, we have we made many, many benches to give out to people. Come support the yeshiva. Be present at, at the operation room, and we would love to share it. West 34th, we, we always think of the Jewish Center up on 86th Street. Is it? Is, no, it's the... This is what, what's the official name of the synagogue. You'll let me know. Uh, those of you out there who are on the uh, Nativ Aryeh mailing list, you've been informed probably multiple times as of now that at 10 o'clock this morning, the charity campaign begins. The goal is a million and a half dollars. Uh, the matches are in place, and everybody's expected, and everyone's encouraged to give as much as possible to support the yeshiva. Again, it's a million and a half is the goal. Uh, Charity.com will have it live starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. Again, that's Charity.com. We'll have it live starting at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And as uh, Rav Hanan said, it's the West Side Jewish Center. That, that makes more sense. Thank you. The West Side Stam Jewish Center is the one on 86th Street. In Jerusalem, the Jewish Center is the coach. Someone, someone was once here, and I said, Rav Shleima said, they said, Rav Shleima Freifeld. I said, listen, in this studio, Stam Rav Shleima is Rav Shleima Kalbach. You know? <laughs> so, so here is the Stam Jewish Center. Anyway, the West Side Jewish Center today from 10 a.m. until 11 p.m. is serving as the New York Operations Center for this campaign. So anybody out there, for those 13 hours, you'll be able to stop by at 347 West 34th Street in New York. Again, that's 347 West 34th Street in New York. At the West Side Jewish Center, you'll be able to see Ravina, obviously, right? Rav Hanan will be there, and you'll be able to participate. Ravron also is coming in from Israel. Say it again? One of the Rabbein, Ravron, is coming in from oh, Israel to be with the alumni. Everyone speaks about Ravron. He's very special. Yeah. he's in. He's, he's He teaches in a lot of places, right? Yes. Yeah. yes. Morning Seder, he teaches our Shanabed. Wow. He's uh, yeah, I've heard a lot about him. Interesting. He's very creative and yeah. extremely smart man. Right. And very friendly. And uh, Very friendly. Um, Down to earth. 100%. So everybody has a chance to go to the West Side Jewish Center on West 34th Street today. And we encourage everyone to give as generously as possible. Once it goes live at 10 o'clock, I assume it'll be at the charity website and on the Nativ Arye website, right? People can go straight through from your website. Yeah, charity.com slash Nativ. Right. And if, they, if they're on the Nativ Arye website, they search and find you, then yeah. then you can go straight there. All right. So everyone, we encourage you to participate and to um, and to give as generously as possible. Uh, I don't want people to think as we push guys to go to the army. We don't push, but it's like a date. You go on a date, right. or is the girl for you is not... You come to Israel, right. you go people going to the army, you go, what's going on? Somebody get killed. Yeah. As you fall in love. In all fairness, though, I, I would say that, that every yeshiva has that quote-unquote problem. I, I think a lot of yeshivas in Israel... That yeah, are, but we have a rule. If the parents don't sign, right. you cannot go to the army. And I have a son, my second son is in charge of mentally health in the police coast country. You have to get interviewed by him if you belong to the army. Because if you know, you don't know, 30% from Israeli society without Haredim don't go to the army because anxiety issue and similarities. Right. These two things. They have to make sure as you belong to the army. Not everybody belongs to the yeah. army. For those of us who grew up here, we can understand that. Also for <laughs> Israelis, not everybody yeah, belongs. Of course. I'm saying, but for those of us who grew it's up here, we, we, we get it because we, we used to shudder as teenagers Army's thinking not, that army, our colleagues are going army to the army. Army is not a movie. Yeah, that's for sure. Um... All right, so that's 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 an important aspect, but we should mention 
that on the positive side, there are many who have gone ahead sure. and have had glorious careers and have sure. maintained their Torah education. Sure. And I would imagine that already some of the people you've taught or that you've had in your yeshiva have you know, really achieved tremendously in the army. We have a few rebbeim in yeshiva that are our students, and some of them went to the army. Because we forget how many of your students have made aliyah. Over oh. 500. Right. From 4,000 over 500. Say it again? In every community in Israel that you go, there is. You have Haredim, you have modern Orthodox, you have not religious, you have all around. What's this year's class like? What's this year's group like? Is it similar to what you would find any year in a Tivarie? Yes, would you we, say? Have, we have a very strong group of kids. The top share this year is, is exceptional. Uh, boys are ready, you know. Rishonim and Achronim from day one. <laughs> we have a very strong leading group. And the entire yeshiva together, you know, when, once you have a strong Shanabet, that leads everybody yeah, into that's a, key, a whole right? different level. And like our philosophy is yeshiva of 200 boys, but it's 200 yeshivas. Right. For everybody, we give them his need. For every two and a half boys, he's a rabbi. One of the reasons we make this campaign, to be able to continue, I feel if a boy pay full tuition, we still lose over $5,000 on a boy. Because for every two and a half boys, we have in Yeshiva in Besmedrash, 12 Rebbeim, but not just clear Behart. We have all kinds of Rebbeim, we are very Zionist, but they have all kinds of color. And now after the election, it's very important to say, everybody live in peace. I don't like the Mishpacha paper. Every few years of the election, they write, okay, now it's time for peace. What you review yourself? One of we have to live in peace all the time. We need all kinds of Jews, all kinds of Jews. Meaning Jew, peace among Jews. There's a yes. li live stream today. In, on, on the website, on the charity website from, from Nativari, from the operation, oh. one of their beam who is a British competition to you. He's very, very <laughs> funny and he has a good, a good voice. He's a student of ours. And in one of the things that he's going to show today, we have a release of Ari Fold actually dancing with a black hat. It's an Asim Shas of one of their beam and Yeshiva did. And just the, the, the point of the whole Yeshiva is the Ahdus. We focus on the 99% that all Jews agree upon. Instead of fighting, are we in the beginning of the Gula, the middle of the Gula, or the end of the Gula? Focus on what we all now appreciate in each other. Like your father. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment. So, exactly. So we're not we're not going into the argument about where we are in the Gula. And we're not questioning which Mishabara. If I'm allowed say to say in the aspect of a Ponovijov and Rebaron Kotler, I was there in the Tsraim Yeshiva. Yeah. Ponovijov said the following Today they will kill me outside, people will wait. Obviously. Medina Sisroel is not at Khalta de Gula. Medina Sisroel is Gula Mamesh. Never used to be so many people sit and learn Torah. People go with Yarmakas. I remember Chaimoshi Shapira, mm. a minister, he didn't go with Yarmakas, and he was right. Litvish. And then people start to clap with the foot. As the point of Shirov said, I will prove you. It is a kinderach. They all stopped clapping. The floor, they understood. Point of Shirov is point of Shirov. Yeah. And point of Shirov got sight to him as he, he following the badats, the main thing. But he understood when you go through the Holocaust. Yeah. Like he said one time Friday night, one of the Rebbeim started to talk against the Medina. Vashtunkir Medina, blah, blah, blah. He said, whatever his name passed away, he said, I children me. Go abyssal to Auschwitz and Schmecktabek. Oh, oh, what he did to them. Oh. And not the Mechvil to Because, because against. during time of tragedy, we're so much better at Achdus yeah, than during peaceful times. We're so much better at it. But there's no reason not to be all of the time. Of course, 100%. Like in the old time in our Averzog house, I remember when I was a kid, two things. When my father opened his yeshiva high school, the first one in Yerushalayim, the chief rabbi Averzog called my father, and I said, Rebarye, you don't have permission from the Briskerov. Averzog, Mizrochi. Uh, right. I opened yeshiva high school without Briskerov. 
אז my father said, הרב הרצוג שיף רבי, where are your grandchildren going to study? You need to show his grandchildren, went to Nativ Meir. And every Friday used to be a shield. Which your father helped found, right? Yeah, my father started. He founded it. He started. He started. He started in Nativ Meir. After 67, he started Shiva Takote. Right. Malay Adumim. Malot. Malot. Chispin, Ramat HaGolan. He started many Shivas. But the beautiful in the past used to be, every Friday used to be Shir in Kabole. With Rabari living by the house of Arav Herzog. Everybody used to be there. All Badats. Arav Frank. Arav El Yoshiv. All the big dailies. Arav Jolti. All the big dailies. We show them together. And they didn't agree many things. Would come to Teire. Hashem Echad Ushmo Echad. 100%. percent is about this. All right. I want, I, I, we could do this all can day. You, one, know, you know we could do this all day. One personal thing. Can I say one personal thing? Yeah. I want to thank the New York community. My granddaughter was the last few months, good month, in slow catering. Everybody wants to know how she's doing. Yeah, ברוך השם. I want to say to America, like Baba Sali used to say, you have to pray for America. It's a source of chesed. You see something, I start crying. I'm telling you. You don't see this kind of thing, what they do. Chai wow. life and everybody for my granddaughter. Lemala minateva. Like Jewish people. Rabina Tadaraba. I'm sorry that we have to wrap up. I really do apologize. The whole day here. I could speak to you all day, as you know. Today, you can meet Rabina and you can see Rav Hanan at the Westside Jewish Center on West 34th Street in New York. They're going to be there from 10 in the morning until 11 tonight. That is the New York Command Center for the big Nativaria campaign. They have a live feed on the Nativaria website in terms of what's happening in Israel and Yerushalayim, so you can check that out. And most importantly, everybody today, and you'll get emails hopefully, and on Facebook people will remind you, today make sure to go to charity.com slash Nativaria, charity.com, C-H-A-R-I-D-Y. It'll be on the live campaign starting at 10 a.m., Give as generously as possible. Keep the yeshiva going as strong as it is. Tadaraba. Anything you want to add quickly? Or thank that's... you very much. Thank you so much for being here, Ravina Tadaraba. Thank you so thank much. Thank you very much. Continue. Just have a request. I'm 71. In 20 years when my funeral will come, there's no speeches. Like my father used to say, whenever the funeral, the rabbis, they are happy. They have a place to talk. But be tunigunim. If you can sing it, Vezakeini, and left to Barali Elohim. Okay, I will keep that in mind. Tadarama. <laughs> More coming up. You're listening to a Monday morning edition of JM in the AM.
in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NahumSegal.com on the NahumSegal Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Monday morning, and as promised, uh, Zachariah Fruchthandler. 
Uh, I've asked him if I should refer to him as rabbi. He has given me strict instructions not to. That's why I don't want him to think that, God forbid, I'm being disrespectful. Zachariah Fruchtenler is the co-author of a brand-new book. It is an inspirational and enjoyable guide on how to connect to the gift of Shabbos. It's called CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, What Shabbos is Really All About. The foreword is by Rabbi Benjamin Eisenberger, and it's inspired by the writings of the Nesiva Shalom. Avi Fischoff and Zachariah Fruchtenler are the co-authors. It is a Masora Publications, Art Scroll, Shara Press release. All the information, how to purchase it, to get it as a Hanukkah gift, etc., is at artscroll.com. Again, that's artscroll.com. Zachariah Fruchtenler, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you so much. A pleasure to be here. I greatly appreciate you being here. One might think that in 2018, if one is trying to transmit, especially to younger people or unaffiliated people to a degree, uh, in addition to those of us who are quote-unquote from from birth, the beauty of Shabbos, one might think in 2018 not to go the route of a 600-page book, but maybe more a six-page guide the way, the way people pay attention these days. Why did you guys feel it necessary to really pack this book with so much information? It's not a halacha book. It's a book that takes rather deep concepts of the Nesiva Shalom. And the purpose of the book is, I found, and Avi, Avi and I have found, that if you'd ask the average person on the street, talk about Shabbos, what does Shabbos mean to you? They'll have what to say, but they're missing the fundamentals of Shabbos. They're missing the beauty of Shabbos. They're missing the opportunity of Shabbos. They're missing understanding why, why is it that Shabbos is really what defines from Yid, when you ask, are you from, you'll say, are you Shoyim Shabbos? And I found, personally, with giving shiurim to, to working businessmen in Manhattan, to now being involved with, with college youth, and most recently, actually, speaking at my grandson's Haschala um, to Gemara, anyone can understand deep concepts. If it's explained the right way, presented the right way, Unfortunately, there's a segment of us, and we're, we're busy. There are those of us that can open up deep svarim, they can learn svasemis, and they can learn maral, and, 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 they, and they have a thirst for knowledge. But there are those of us that either don't have the time, or don't have the capability, and the same concepts can be transmitted to such a wide variety of our population, and especially the young population. It sounds like you're making the argument, though, that if one wants to resuscitate their soul or appreciate the beauty of Judaism, let's say for a moment, what they would, one of the ways they would acquire that or one of the ways they would be able to enhance their lives in that manner would be to understand the beauty of Shabbos. You're, you're making the argument that if one, let's just say for argument's sake, enhances their Shabbos experience both up here in their head and in practical methods, the way a Shabbos operates, then their life will be spiritually completely different. Absolutely. The opportunities of Shabbos are boundless. Kalashem Shabbos Kilchasim, Afilu If someone, even a generation that actually served idols, the opportunity of Shabbos to cleanse, cleanse oneself and to propel you forward and to be able to separate yourself from what you might have done this past week and to prepare you for the next week, Shabbos is. The DNA of the world. The world is created with with a week. No one can explain what a week is. Does Shabbos resuscitate you each week, or is it the general 
commitment to Shabbos that has this eventual resuscitation of the soul? Personally, I find the Friday night experience tremendously uplifting. If, if With the right amount, it doesn't take much. From candle lighting till when you go to sleep, meaning every component to it. The, da- the davening, the, the meal, the, the heroes, everything. Yes. And especially even the camaraderie with people, right? And the uh, and the association with family, I would guess. Yes, but the, en- the entry of Shabbos, the entrance of Shabbos, that point, look, there's no question that today we're not on the level of earlier generations. Right. But that but moment. We, but I still think we're doing Shabbos well. That's why. I, see, I'm trying, as I converse with you, and as I've read so much of this book, I'm wondering, am I doing Shabbos right or not? Am I missing anything in my Shabbos? I like my Shabbos experience a lot. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe there's certain aspects of it that need improvement. It's, it's not the performance. I mean, thank God, most of, most of us don't, don't violate the Shabbos right. at least intentionally. And those, there are those that would argue that if you don't know all the lachs of Shabbos very well, you will undoubtedly sometimes be mechal Shabbos but unknowingly. Again, but again, with no intention, right? Right. When, we're not talking about the lachas now of Shabbos. Right. We're talking about the opportunities of Shabbos to propel you and to commit you, to give you, to give you, to give you a bearing, to give right. you a... a no, God, no, I didn't mean to drop. I'm just, I'm just, no but that's why I go back to the, the list I just mentioned. If if I enjoy my family experience on Shabbos, right, a couple of beautiful meals with Zmiros, Divrei Torah, etc., and if I find my davening is better on Shabbos because more time, you could actually you know spend some time looking at the words, you know, it's a it's a different type of experience. Um, is there aside from those rituals? I think you're making an argument in this book that there is a spiritual component that one needs to incorporate into their lives to really get the enhanced Shabbos experience. Would that be accurate? Yes. Nesiva Shalom in particular took many topics, and of course we, we wrote a book based on, on his works on Shabbos, is he takes, he takes what we're doing anyway, he asks basic questions, and there are concepts, it would be hard, of course, to talk at length about What's in what's in the book itself, but just, oh, just one I'll thing get, quickly. I'll get to it. Don't worry. Oh, you'll get to oh, it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one, one thing quickly. It's Shabbos is really it's it's a, it's about the relationship between us and Hashem, the very private, personal, emotional, and romantic relationship between us and Hashem. Even the, compared to marriage, right? Right. We compare it to marriage, right. exactly. Friday night, right. we say, Atta Kiddash, then the Friday right. night davening, which, which is the Kedushin. Right. When we have a marriage, we have Kedushin, then we have Chupa, and then we have Yichud. The Plus Vavobam, which is also exactly, you know, a change exactly, in the Exactly, that yeah. gets into some of the mystical right. things. Correct. That Va is, is right. head, Friday night, right. Nekeva. Right. right. They're, they're exactly, Nachum. Exactly, exactly. And the point of the Shabbos is, really, that, that Hashem brings us up Hashem says, I have a matana tova, what's the, what's, what is ask, that great gift that's hidden, We ask right? all, those, all those questions, the questions that when you look at something and how, how Hasidic masters interpret what, what it means, it, it's tremendous. We, we, we have a, a unity with Hashem. Hashem actually brings us up to his base genosah, to his treasure house. We're actually there. You know, it's, it's a play in the words, the Shabbos elevator. Shabbos, right. yes. We have our own Shabbos elevator. Very good. <laughs> Uh, Zachariah Fruchtandler is here. He's co-author of the book CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, What Shabbos is Really All About, inspired by the writings of the Nesiva Shalom. You do not expect people to read this as they would read any other book. I would think that you would advise anybody picking up this book, read a chapter at a time, 
you know, go over some of the things that are in the, that are in that chapter. Try to think how you can incorporate some of the things in that chapter into your own life. This is not. You don't expect people to finish this in one sitting. You you it, want them to use it exactly. more like an encyclopedia of Shabbos. It you know I won't say it's an encyclopedia. I'm not I'm not I'm not, not, not going to think that that I've covered well, everything. Well, the spiritual we aspect of Shabbos. But you can really you can really open up this book to any chapter. It's really it's right. it's anecdotal. It's anecdotal. It gives examples. It gives mishalim. It it brings it home. It it asks the questions that need to be asked. It takes the concepts that the Nesiva Shalom writes about. And we expound upon it in a way that really anyone, boy, girl, from, from teenage, from teenagers on and up, will gain tr- there's no question that if if you don't know what the Siva Shalom writes about Shabbos and you're not prepared to sit down and learn the Nasiva Shalom, there's no question whether you learn it or not learn it, you will you will you will gain from this. Your Shabbos experience will be different. Hundred percent. All right, on page one seventy nine you cite one of the famous jokes about, you know, the the guy who's uh, has a Super Bowl ticket, so he right. he says, you know, I'm supposed to get married that okay. night. If anybody wants to replace me, she's going to be, you know, in the white dress. You know, it's the famous joke because he wants to be at the Super Bowl. Your point being that one must go into Shabbos really loving and looking forward to Shabbos the way one, you know, Lahavdil would look forward, you know, rightfully going to a Super Bowl or a big event or something that they really cherish. And that and that, and you'd like to see everyone get to that level of excitement as Shabbos approaches. You've even made recommendations in here uh, that excitement, in practical terms, should begin on Sunday. That you should try the entire week to look toward Shabbos and really count down to Shabbos. Exactly, and we're actually obligated to do that. Obligated. Hayomi Amrishin Shal Shabbos. We're actually that's that's a Torah commandment to remember the Shabbos the entire week. And that, if if one does that and builds the excitement to it, that will that will be the first step in in enhancing the Shabbos. But you bring out a very good point, Nachum. When I advise, I deal with college students in our Sameach. Oh. I go twice a year, and when you have college students, secular students that are thinking of taking on Shabbos, so my approach to them usually is, it's very difficult to go from being totally non-observant to observant. Correct. And to say, okay, I haven't kept Shabbos, and I'm going to keep every Shabbos. Okay, we can't keep every Shabbos, but what are we ready to keep? You know, let's keep part of a Shabbos. Let's, but usually Friday night is there's magic to Friday night. There's no question about it. But I, I always advise them: don't just tell your friends, "I'm not partying with you tonight." That's not going to work. Tell them what you are doing. Tell them what you are doing. You have to. Okay, Friday afternoon, whether whether it's have some good reading, good reading material, buy some good food, light the candles, take a shower, get dressed, prepare, invite a friend. It, it's not, Shabbos is not about what we're not, it's not about the knots. It's about the positive. You know, when we grew up, it was a lot about the knots. A you lot know, about you know the knots, yes. You know that. I mean, that was, uh, that was the focus. I can't even say some of the stuff I'm on here now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we're a little bit in the same generation. I, I, I mean, the machok is about newspapers on we're, Shabbos. We're not, got, we're not got, going there. Got a little too much prominence as far as I'm concerned. Not going to the seventh <laughs> game of the Knicks that came out on a Friday night. Exactly. <laughs> but, but now, I mean, I'm so glad you said this because people struggle with this all the time. What do I do with non-firm relatives? What do I do with non-firm people that you just, as you just described, students, etc.? Should I encourage them to go to a Friday night meal? I know they might be Machal Shabbos, etc. Et but but you're advising them in such a proper manner that even if God forbid we don't know how they're getting there, going home, etc. 
But the bottom line is, if they're enhancing their Shabbos in just a small way, it might lead one day, please God, that they are full Shomer Shabbos people who will appreciate Shabbos even more than if they would have tried to take it on, you know, completely uh, all at one time. Exactly, exactly. And when the, and when you give them a meeting, when when they come to you for Shabbos, and and I deal again, I deal with college students a lot, right? And I've seen from, you know, from both. From great speakers, Rabbi Kivitatz, Rabbi David Gottlieb, Rabbi, Rabbi Nathan Schiller, Rabbi Breider, with Theo Sameach's lecturers, even non-affiliated, can understand very deep concepts. And, and the point of this book is to get the deep concepts and, and the meaning of what, what Shabbos represents to a segment of the population that's not connected to it. 100%. It's a great idea, and I think that... Uh... It would apply to a lot of people who are connected to it as well. That's why I I, I, that, I, I gain tremendous. That's why I am doing this introspection as I read this about whether my Shabbos is the way it should be or not. Frankly, but I am going to tell you again. I really enjoy my Shabbos, which I'm sure makes you happy to find that. Yes. Um, all right. So on page two ninety eight, and one of the benefits of having the author here in studio is I get to ask the questions that bother me. Uh, page two ninety eight. You have a list of eight things. At 7.30, Moshe left his home, walked to shul to location one. At 8.30, left shul, went to work. At 9.30, he went to work at location three. Oh, he arrived to work at location three. At 12 noon, he went to lunch meeting at location four, page 298. Um, at 2 p.m., he arrived at another meeting. At 4 p.m., he went to the bank. At 5 p.m., he left work. And at 5.58, he went and arrived at Davimint at location number eight. Uh, your, your point with this is that you, and you write this, try to internalize that every single event that ever happened and will happen is being tracked by these three separate dimensions that weave through one another. Try to think about your life in this way as well, and your eyes will open up to a whole new way of understanding the world. Now, this is not just a Shabbos thing, correct? This is not just a, correct. I'm sure, I mean, it's Shabbos-related, but it's not just a Shabbos thing. Why is it important to internalize one's basic daily schedule? This is a concept. It's a deep concept. There's Olam Shana Nefesh, which there's... Hashem created the world and it created time. It's not something that most of us are used to thinking about because right. we, can't, we can't imagine what does it mean that time is a creation, that the creator of the it's world It's so abstract, time. it's hard to... Right. right. But we have to appreciate, actually, time is more fundamental than place. And place travels within time. Right. Which, which again, yeah. these right. are deep concepts. But I get that, I get but that. There's hashkacha, there's providence. And we have to have a sense of appreciation that olam shana nefesh, which means means place, time, and the person. They're, they're where they are, the place where they are, the time that they're there, and the persons that's there has tremendous meaning. So it's not just I arrived safely there, and we no, thank God for that. Where it's, you are, right. where you so, where so, you are. So when you walked into this studio and Ravina was sitting here speaking to me, you are like. I have to appreciate the exactly, fact that and I, I am now in the presence of, exactly. of a couple of people that are having an interesting conversation and it's enhancing my whatever it's doing. Exactly. Uh, you're, you're serious Ex about this. Exactly. You then, walked in and you, you felt that. Right, exactly. And Shabbos, it, it, again, everything gets magnified and multiplied oh, so exponentially. How does this, so how does this apply to Shabbos? I go to Shul Shabbos morning and... Again, you're different. You have an Hashem Yisera. The uh, place is different. Hashem is actually... Shabbos, right? he, he's, he's here. And of course, the time is of course different. It's 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 a Shabbos, and everyone will agree. All shul goers will agree that shul feels different on Shabbos. Exactly. Even the most serious shul with it no is. talking or anything, it, it feels different. On and it's it, actually, it looks different on Shabbos. This actually affects the the, the halacha, the shulchan aruch as well. There's a halacha that when when if you buy, we don't have in Israel. If you have to be 
the mafras trumas and maestras right. you have to give. Right. Now, an am ha'aretz is not is not trusted during the week. If you if you buy food from him, then you have to take off maaser on your right. own. But even if he says that he took care of it, right? But it, but if on Shabbos on. he tells you that he took care of it, you could believe him because he won't lie on Shabbos. Same exact person, the same exact person who who you who, according to halacha you can't trust him during the week. He's trusted on Shabbos. That's great. That's great. The Shabbos itself, and again, and the more we more we're aware of it, the more the more it's going. The, the more we kind of light ourselves up inside. The more it's going to affect everything we do. Zachary Fruchtenler is here. It's an art scroll, Masora Shar Press release called CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, What Shabbos is Really All About, inspired by the writings of Nesiva Shalom. Go to artscroll.com, pick it up, get a hundred of them for Hanukkah gifts. Believe me, everyone in your life will be happy uh, if you do that. Um, okay, again, we're, we're I've obviously pressed for time because a 600-page book would probably require a six-hour conversation, but there are certain things I outlined here that I wanted to ask you about, so I'm going to take advantage. One of my favorite books, and I think I could say this about everybody in the Jewish world, is Miguel Esther. Everyone's always fascinated yes. by Miguel Esther. And you write in this Pasuk, or you write about this Pasuk in the, at the end of Perak Tess, Ki haman ben amdasa ha-gagi, tzorek ha-la-yehudim, chashav ha-la-yehudim la-abdam, v'hipopur mum he did not just want to murder the Jews, which one may think if you murder all the Jews, you, you've accomplished your goal, right? I mean, you've physically eliminated them. But he wanted to, you said what? Confound or to confound? confound disorient, you write here. Yeah. Get, get us off our game. Okay, and what do we learn from that? We, we're, we're a nation of a purpose, and, and each individual in the nation has a nation of purpose. We, we, we're on a path, actually, I mean, there's a, obviously there's a lot to say that's not in the book, right. even though it's 600 pages. We wrote it in a way that we wanted to make it as user-friendly, as enjoyable, and as something that can be understood. And, it's a fun, the real, and I should just mention, it's a fun it's format, a fun, so people should realize format. that they'll like having it around. You know, Go ahead, I'm sorry. You know, after, after the, the chet of, of, of the chet ego, the golden calf, the first words God said to us was, God said to, to Moshe, to Moses, Sartem in Aderech. We went right. off the way. Right. We went up. We went off the way. We we idol worship, and the next the next word that Hashem says is that we made an ego masecha. We made a golden calf. What what? Why did Hashem say first? Start them in a derech. They went off the way. <laughs> he should start with you built an idol. You built an idol. <laughs> like you know what's <laughs> and and the commentaries say. I think it's Rav Yerucham who says it is. But that's really us. We have. We know we were coming from. When we count, and we count the, mat, 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 count the Matan Torah, we count day one. It's not a countdown to, because we came from a place. We came from Matthias Mitzrayim. We always have to look back where we're going. We have a point of reference where we came from and where we're going to. That's, a, that's what the Jewish nation is about. Right. And when we're confounded, when we're off our game, again, Mahumam, if, if it messes us up, then we're lost. Right. Once we're lost... Then anyone can get us. They could be attacked. We can be peeled away, and that was that was Haman's scheme. Got it. Now is it a good time for me to add my uh, little political bent to this? Of course. Once once we once we take our eye off the prize that that our goal is for the future of the Jewish people to be in the state of Israel, that it becomes very challenging when we leave that when we leave that goal. Yitzias Mitzrayim, eventually, obviously the Geula, right? Everybody in the Holy Land. When we when we forget. And when our Jewish leadership forgets that our ultimate goal is to remind our constituents that the future of the Jewish people is in the state of Israel, that can be disturbing sometimes. 
Eretz Yisrael, the Eretz Yisrael experience is, 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 is special, it's magical. Do you bring your Talmidim? The- I'm, I, I'm, I go there twice a year. To, With next- unaffiliated? With people who are unaffiliated? Yes, we, it, it's, it's really secular college or semi-secular college. You certainly were totally secular. It's a sampling from, from the, ma- the major college uh, campuses across, across North America. You have Ivy Leaguers with you? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. It's the, it's the best and the, and the brightest that come, the, the ones that, that search. And uh, there's no question that the experience is, is super enhanced by being in Israel. It's a combination of, of it's based in, in Yeshiva Sarsameach, it's based, it's, it's Torah learning, Gemara learning, but it's, it's all the fun things. It's, it's repelling, it's segueing, it's ziplining, it's, 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 it's team effort projects that we do together, and including donkey riding and, and milking cows and working the land, like you want to say we're in Israel. Because it's, I dare say it, it, yes. that, that just like a shul feels different on Shabbos, donkey riding feels different than Israel. I've only done it there, and I, I don't think I would do it anywhere oh, else. You, you wouldn't even try it. You wouldn't even try it here. That's how different I'm it is. I'm licensed. I got a, I'm a licensed donkey driver. <laughs> You'll let me know how to, how, to, how to obtain one of those. And finally, Zacharya Fruchtandler, because the uh, the clock keeps moving, as it always does during interesting interviews. And this really, to me, page 349, if you want to uh, get a preview. Uh, this, to me, uh, reminds me so much of... Um, of um, now, now, now I'm showing my age. Of Shar B'Tachon, that's what it reminds me of from Orchus Tzadikim, right? Orchus Tzadikim, Shar B'Tachon. I meant Chavos Halvavos. I apologize. I meant Chavos Halvavos. One Matzah Shabbos, soldiers burst into the altar of Navardik's home, began threatening the people there. The altar was reciting Havdalah, and despite the tumult, not even one drop of wine spilled from his brimming cup. So calm and unruffled was he. We all say the words, "I will trust in Hashem and not be afraid." right? But the uh, altar really meant it and felt in every fiber of his being. And, and now you understand why I say this reminded me of Sharbi Tachon, that every, that we must, what's the word? Confess or, or, or not, not confess, but we, we have to give ourselves and, and understand that everything that we're doing in our power and everything that happens is all because of what he has designated for us. And if we do that, we live a much uh, a deeper life, but a much more fulfilling life, I guess one would say. How does this relate to the whole Shabbos topic and the experience that you describe in this book? Well, I believe you quoted the Chayvus Havavis. The Chayvus Havavis actually quotes a Chassid Echad that, that once said he was never in a situation that he wished he was in a different situation. Which is that's a madrega. That's a madrega. <laughs> That, that's when you're when you're nine hours on the road with a snowstorm on a Thursday night and you're not getting home till one thirty in the morning, that's a madriga to say you'd rather not be anywhere else because this is what Hakadosh Baruch Hu has done. Yeah, be talking. I certainly am not qualified. We started out. I'm not a rabbi. <laughs> it's funny when I, when I when I deal with college youth. So it's always it's the best answer. I said right. you can ask anything you want. I actually can answer most of your questions. When you ask me something, I can't answer. That is great, and I get to say, "Wow, a what a great question!" I'm not a rabbi. Let, let's let's go here together. So, so I'm not going to sit here and by any means you've say, stolen my routine. Say <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give you now a lecture a lecture on bitachon. Being being comfortable and being at peace with where you are and who you are and and what you can accomplish is really what this book is about. It's 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 coming from a point is I there's so much that I don't know. There's so much that I need to know, and that's going to change my life. The, the book is not about bitachon, but 
Right. The betachin is really in who I am as a Jew, who the Jewish people are as, as a nation, and what opportunities that, that I have to grow from. Right. And when I, when I realize, when I get a sense of tranquility, which Shabbos is so much all, all about, do I have time for a quick story? Sure. I like to tell I like to tell this over the college youth. Let's say someone had, if you had all the money in the world to build your dream house anywhere in the world, there's absolutely no budget. And so fine, this fellow took it up and you will take it up on it, and it could be a multi-year project right. with architects and designers, interior designers to find where to build it, how to build it. And all your friends you bu- see is you're busy with this because even though it, you have all the money, it's real hands-on. You're making all these decisions. And you're busy. Mm-hmm. Finally, it's totally finished. You're sitting in your perfect chair with your perfect drink, with the perfect view, and your friend comes up and sees you just sitting around, and he says, what are you doing? You're not doing anything. He says, what do you mean I'm not doing anything? This is what I did it for. That's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is we're busy, we're running, we're missing the tranquility, we're missing that peace of mind, we're missing... You know, stop the world, don't want to get off, that old, that old saying. Mm-hmm. We're missing focusing on the stopping, all the don'ts, like we said before. The don'ts are to create the proper environment and atmosphere for just to be able to get to where I'm supposed to get to. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I would say that um, the goal here is not to, I mean, halavai, but you're not looking to transform people completely. You're looking to just get people to be to aware. To enhance. Exactly, to enhance add something. And realize the opportunity that you have and, and your Shabbos will be so different. All right, well, now we will we will test this out. Will my Shabbos be, uh, be different this Shabbos than it was last Shabbos? I'm going to have to let you know. Okay. Zachariah Fruchtendler uh, is co-author with Avi Fishoff of CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, what Shabbos is really all about it. It's an inspirational and enjoyable guide on how to connect to the gift of Shabbos. We should mention the Avi and yourself, right? Both responsible for the GPS book? No, That's GPS Avi? was written by Avi and, uh, G- and, by, and by Yaakov Shane, JJ Shane. All right, so GPS, Navigation for Your Soul, it would be the first, I guess, in this series, if you will. And now you have CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul, what Shabbos is really all about. It is a Masora Publications Art Scroll Shire Press release, which means... That you go to artscroll.com and you could check out the brand new book. And obviously for Hanukkah, this is an amazing and wonderful gift. So check it out, everybody. And um, I thank you so much for being here this morning. Thank you, Nachum. It's really, really a pleasure. And your family has been so dedicated to the Jewish world for so many decades. It's a good opportunity to just say thank you. And it's really a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you very much. So Chaya Fruchtendler, everybody. Check out the book, artscroll.com, CPR, Resuscitation for Your Soul. More coming up including Yossi Baumel, who's scheduled to join us from Israel. He spends Shabbos in Athens. He'll join us a few minutes from now, all coming up at JM in the AM.
J.M. and the A.M. What a morning we've had so far, huh? Unbelievable. Uh, that's Yehuda Green. Uh, Yassi Baum was supposed to join us from Israel. He was on that flight. <laughs> I think now when you just say to somebody he was on that flight, we know exactly what flight we're talking about. Uh, I want to thank Zacharia Fruchthandler. I want to thank Ravina and Ravina who were with us earlier. Uh, good luck to them in their big campaign today. At 9 o'clock this morning, the Israel Show will analyze the roller coaster of events that shook Israel in just the past one week. And, of course, a not-to-be-missed weekly Israeli music mix. Tune in right after JM in the AM, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the NSN app will be perfect. Uh, don't forget to like the Israel Show Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Israel Show. All the sports, of course. Um... All the sports, of course, um, oh, with Yoni Pollock between 10 and 11. At 11 o'clock, Jake Novak. On the next edition of Novak, now at 11 o'clock, he'll look at the sad connections that bring Sheryl Sandberg, Russia, 
fake news, and Ivan the Terrible together. Hmm. So that's what Jake's going to be doing at 11 o'clock this morning here on the Nahum Siegel Network. Well, I mentioned that our good friend Yassi Baumel had a very interesting Shabbat, as I believe hundreds of people had. We had heard about two flights. Well, for those of us who experienced the weather in New York on Thursday, um, I can't even begin to tell this international audience what the weather was like. I can't even begin to tell you what it was like. So many terrible situations. But anyway... So we, we, we thought the inevitable would happen, of course, that there would be, you know, it was Thursday, so there would be problems with Alal flights going back to Israel. And sure enough, two flights took off late, quote-unquote late. One went to Athens and one went to Tel Aviv. I don't know what happened in Tel Aviv. I'm assuming that people were taken care of in the airport, I assume. I have no idea. Uh, also, it is walking distance, quote-unquote, you know, not for everybody, but for some people it is walking distance to some, some areas. Uh, but our good friend Yassi Baumol, who's with Yeshivat Makor Chaim, I believe, uh, he uh, he was on that flight that uh, stopped in Athens and and uh, didn't tra- and uh, and everybody who was there stayed, of course, until after Shabbos, until they were able to get to Israel. Yassi Baumol, shalom, welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom uvracha. It's been a while. How are you doing, Nachum? Certainly has been a while. Am I right, Yeshivat Makor Chaim? Yes, yes, still there. Well, we haven't filled, finished building our campus, so I'm still working here. Oh, I look forward to my next trip. I want to see the progress, and uh, I remember you showing us the area where it was going to be built, and it's just an unbelievable area of the uh, Gush, so continued Hatzlacha with that. So you're in the United States on Thursday. Uh, take us through it. What happened? <clears throat> so on Thursday, um, I had a uh, work meeting in Manhattan at 11 o'clock, and because I had another person with me, I let him do that. He wasn't going back. I did not show up for the meeting because I wanted to make sure that I would beat the snow and get to the airport on time, which I did. Uh, however, the pro- main problem of the whole story is that the stewardesses didn't get there on time because their taxis came at the regular appointed time. They needed one, leave one minute early. And they were so thoroughly surprised by the fact that snow slows down traffic in New York City that they arrived five hours later or so, four hours later. I'll tell you exactly. Ah, the so, the pro- so, so the problem we is, take, what, what time we is what? what, what at 6.30. Yeah. They announced that boarding would start at 8.30. It started at a quarter to nine, which means 45 minutes before the flight, we would have taken off at 9.30. This means they came at least three hours late, if not more. That's the beginning of the story. The rest, I've been in, in this kind of stuff before. I've been on planes that had to be DI, so it takes time, et cetera. That's fine. takes an hour or two more. Okay. But the fact that they came over three hours late made it impossible to do anything normal. And, that, and from then on, it just went from bad to worse. All right. So, what t- so uh, am I right or wrong that at some point you are told that you're going back to the gate, and instead of actually going back to the gate, they, they took off? Is that correct or incorrect? That is not only correct, but we also have the conversation with the uh, tower saying that he's discussing going back, and then all of a sudden then he takes off without warning, without, you know, they go around making sure your, your seatbelts are buckled. They did it three times before because, you know, they were moving right. around. But I don't, they just, I don't get that. Has anybody explained that? Has anybody explained why they can't just take the people that want to stay in New York for Shabbat back to the gate? I'll explain to you why. It's, it's very simple. That's one thing that I understood from the beginning they couldn't do. because Because of security reasons, you are not allowed to have a suitcase on a plane 
without the person on the plane. I don't know if you've had this experience when you've gone the flight and you're looking for one last passenger who put his suitcases on already. What they do is they take everything off and look for the suitcase and take it off because the passengers and because maybe there's something suspicious in the suitcase. So that's a rule all through the year that one cannot get off without their suitcase. Ah, so when they told you they're going back to the gate, you just assume they're scrapping the flight for now. Which really would have been unfair. So that I can understand. So when you when they told you they're going back to the gate, you just assume they're scrapping the flight for now. Uh, yes, that's Got what it. everybody thought. I have Got to it. honestly tell you when he said in Hebrew, I'm going back to the station, my impression was that he meant his slot for right. takeoff. Right. Because I don't know what that meant exactly. But afterwards, people, we got a hold of the uh, conversation with the tower, and he did indeed uh, talk to them about coming back to the gate. So he meant really going back to the gate, and that's what everybody else assumed he was talking about. So why didn't he go back to the gate? Why did he take off? For the reasons that I told you. First of all, if the plane stays in, in New York for Shabbat, then Allah loses a ton of money because they can't bring the, the plane won't be in Israel to come back. That's why they flew anyway and got the plane as close as possible to Israel and landed in Athens. By the way, if, um, 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 Elal is a Chavash Shomeret Shabbat, a company that keeps Shabbat. But as soon as they got rid of the, uh, the uh, pe- people on the plane, the plane and our luggage flew on Shabbat to Israel. Interesting. Okay? And then they ordered a Yisrael plane to come from Israel to pick up the non-religious people who were in the airport and take them back once again on Shabbat. In other words, Yisrael is the Shabbos guy. <laughs> now, one second, Yossi Balmo's with us from Israel. What's happening on the plane from Kennedy to Athens? In other words, at this point, anybody who's Shomer Shabbos realizes this is going to be a problem? When they announced finally that we're landing in Athens? Oh, you didn't even you didn't even know? Oh, you So you, you thought originally you were going to Tel Aviv? And they announced that some... Of course. Oh, so... They only announced it about two to three hours before... We landed. Actually, there were some smart people who noticed the plane was flying at a tremendously high speed of 650 kilometers per hour, and it had a certain projected landing time that was late, and then it slowed down, and the landing time got early, and there were already people suspecting that we weren't going to land in Tel Aviv, but they didn't tell us until about two hours before the end of the flight. But would you have made it on time? If the flight would have continued at 650 kilometers per hour, would you have made it to Tel Aviv before candlelighting? It was close. It, was, it would have been close, and we might have landed after show. But if I have to point out, by the way, the halacha is whether you're on a ship or on a plane and it's, Shabbat is coming, you're supposed to continue on to your port that you're aiming to go to, and then you can stay, you have to stay either in the building or within 2,000 amot. You can't walk right. in like the community. You can't do that. Right. Wouldn't you, you have, have per- to stay within 2,000 amot or <laughs> yes, inside see. the building? And we begged. Not only me, not only other, other what they call so-called modern orthodox, but many Haredim told the stewards that we'd rather land even on Shabbos. Let us be Moser Nefesh, that we could be in the terminal on Shabbat, so that we don't have to cause three times as much Chilul Shabbat by having Yisrael go back and forth. Correct. And That's also disturbing I, the Shabbat of our fellow Jews who keep Shabbat a bit differently than us. They also have the Shabbat. I would have assumed that that is what everyone would have requested. Get to, get there even if it lands on Shabbat. They'll stay in the airport. And and by the way, knowing the way things work in Israel, 
I'm sure they would have been prepared in the airport to 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 make sure everybody uh, who's staying in the airport for Shabbat has what they need. I would bet that would have happened anyway. Just do the math. Two tzaddikim, Mendel Hendel and his wife in Athens, prepared a meal for 170 people. Three meals, look, two and a half meals for 170 people, like in a fancy hotel, with a few hours warning. Kfar Chabad is right next to the airport. Yeah. The entire Kfar Chabad would have cooked for us and bought the food. It would have been no problem whatsoever. Uh, Yassi Balmo's with us. All right, by the way, was there violence or were there th- physical threats on the plane or not? There was no violence whatsoever. The picture that was taken of a young man who they called Haredi, even though he was wearing a baseball cap back on, backwards on his head, who is a, uh, he doesn't want to be identified, but he's a senior surgeon. And, uh, and he, I asked the guy on the, I, sitting next to him when he, when he was out of, out of hearing range, and his partner in the seat said he did not raise a fist, he did not threaten, and he did not hit anybody. He made a, some kind of gesture with his hand, and they took the picture, and that was it. All right. You land in Athens. How long is it before Shabbat? Who? I mean, there were all kinds of people who were not happy, and justifiably so. Yeah, of course. You land in Athens. How long before Shabbat? We landed in Athens. Thank God, Athens, although it's the same time zone as Israel, it's it's much more to the west, and therefore Shabbat started at uh, Shkia was at five eleven. We landed about an hour before Shkia. And we had at, time for at, a shower. And at this point, our rooms. And at, at this point, I assume they're putting you in a hotel at the airport. Is that accurate? Yes, the hotel is literally 50 feet from the exit of the airport. You just walk across the street and you're there. And how how do the how do the uh, how does the Chabad couple now at this point coordinate with you and everyone else to 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 give you the Shabbos schedule? <laughs> well, basically, they they spoke to one or two people who were uh, in the group, and they told them not to worry, and, and, and the hotel was giving out the rooms. They were busy cooking till the last second, so we didn't really see them when we came into the hotel. But, uh, what was Shabbos like, Yassi Balmo? Shabbos, I, in the Bar Torah that I gave Shabbat afternoon, uh, which I will, I'm publicizing in different places, I, I, I compared it to my experience in Uman this past Rosh Hashanah. It was unbelievable. People were singing, were hugging each other, were friendly from all walks of life. It was, it was fantastic. It was just one inspiring Shabbat. And uh, you have to understand that the people working in the hotel are looking at us, thinking that we should have a miserable weekend stuck away from home, not going to Ivan. They see us singing and dancing. It was just unbelievable. Unbelievable is right. Wow. <laughs> were, were you able to fly Saturday night to Israel? Yes, we were. But once again, because of financial considerations, they didn't schedule a flight until 1130 at night. Wow. Uh, because uh, the earlier you fly, the more it costs them on a Saturday night. How well, long? How, to go how long does it take to fly from Athens to Tel Aviv? An hour and a half. That's including taking off and landing. Right. I'll tell you, everyone's talking about this. Uh, what, what happened, by the way, with the other flight? Do you have any idea if uh, if people, in fact, yes? What happened was is uh, I'm guessing two. Uh, uh, there are two things happened. First of all, maybe there were smarter people who understood that you know, according to Halakha, he's supposed to continue and just land and, and stay there in the. In the but they found an excuse. There was somebody who was not feeling well. It was a question of pikuach nefesh. And therefore, they continued on to Tel Aviv, as if there are no doctors in Rome or in uh, Athens or any other place. Uh, but they continued on to Tel Aviv. And I assume that the people, the religious people on the plane stayed in the terminal until after Shabbat. And I'm sure they were taken care of as well. Right. Very interesting, I'll tell you. <laughs> 
all the things you hear about these episodes that are simply not true are, are pretty, I don't know, in some ways disturbing, frankly. To think that- yes, and the, the whole thing started because a gentleman named Shimon Sheves, who was the chief of staff for Yitzchak Rabin, was on the plane. He was, the one, he was never one who really liked religious people in the first place, and he posted these horrible things, uh, and no religious person could respond until after Shabbat. We didn't know what was going on, but we already were murderers and thieves and animals, you know, in the Israeli media for like, you know, three quarters of Shabbat because we couldn't respond. We didn't know about it altogether. And that's how this whole thing started. And Alal bought his version of the story. It was one of the ladies who was yelling like a crazy, they bought her version also. There were many non-religious people who posted on Facebook and wrote letters saying that the religious people were wonderful and it's not their fault, and it's Alal's fault, etc., etc., etc. Wow. I, there was somebody else besides you that I knew on the flight. I can't think of who it was. Do you have any idea who I might be? I, you must have known half the plane. <laughs> Ketzler was Ketzler Oh, that's was who it was. Ketzler, right. Um, Ketzler was there. <laughs> Ketzler was there. Moshe Batish was there. <laughs> you know who that is. Yeah, from sure. Oprah. Yeah. Um, uh, Jesse Horn from Yeshiva Dakota. Ah, Rabbi Horn. Um, all kinds of people. When I mean, we all know each other, it was basically you know three-quarters fundraisers and one-quarter donors. It was a little <laughs> interesting, the situation. <laughs> You find anybody who wants to build the yeshiva in the gush, or you didn't find anybody yet? <laughs> no, not yet. We'll uh, keep looking. Uh, it was unbelievable, Shabbat. It was really, really uh, Well, I just with the people that you mentioned, I can imagine, not just the singing, I can imagine the Divrei Torah that was shared at a Shabbat like that. We had like great that. people there. There were these, there were these Lithuanians and Hasidim and people who were barely orthodox. I took upon myself to be a roommate of, a, of an elderly gentleman who was not doing too well, who came with his sister and his niece, and, uh, and uh, he wasn't even religious. But he came along with them, so he, he had to, to stay with them. And I said, you know what, I'll take care of him over Shabbat. I was in the room with him. It was, it was another opportunity to do a mitzvah, so I figured, well, why not? Unbelievable, I'll tell you. We just had a whole conversation here about a brand new book about Shabbos and, you know, enhancing one Shabbos, etc., etc. And um, and we speculated, I don't, even know, I don't even remember now if it was on the air or off the air, we speculated that, that everybody on that flight probably thought it would be the worst Shabbos ever, and it turned out, I'm sure, the way you described it, to be one of the best of your life. Absolutely. I mean, we were saving the leftovers of the meal that they didn't serve us in El you know, the breakfast. Because we thought maybe, you know, we'll eat a dry bagel over Shabbat and with fruits right. and vegetables or something like that. And it turned out to be unbelievable. But, you know, you have another minute. I'll share you a thought about this. Sure. You have a minute? Sure. Okay, so uh, I'll just tell you what the briefly Vartar that I said is it isn't a stranger. Before, before uh, Hanukkah, we land in Greece. And basically, I said, we, we, the Jews are exiled all over the world in order to collect all the good stuff that, that, that we can learn from different nations. And on a mystical level, there's other things also. But when we left Egypt, we went out with Rechush Gadol, with great bounty, and it's, it's the good things we took out of Egypt. The good things, well, Avram Avinu sent off his other sons, he sent them off with the presents, he gave them good stuff also. We have to raise the sparks. We have to be wherever we are in the world. We have to somehow sanctify, take from them, and sanctify these things. Now, the Greeks are famous for their culinary delights, their philosophy, and the music. And we ate, sang, and learned Torah to be metakein, to fix the culture and, and, and take it into ourselves and turn it into sparks right before the Festival of Lights. That's yeah. basically the idea. And this is all hinted to in a gematria. Yosef and Sion and uh, Melech Yavan are all the same gematria, 156. 
and the stage of Geula that we learned from Yosef, he learned how to be a politician, an economist, etc., that's the first stage of the redemption, the physical stage, where we learn things from other nations, and then we go on to the stage when they learn from us. That's basically the idea that I said. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yassi Tadarabah, thank you so much for inspiring us this morning. Pleasure speaking with you. Regards to everyone, and keep up the great work. There he is, Yassi Baumel. He was on that flight. Lands in Athens. Yeah, in Greece, right before Hanukkah, huh? Unbelievable. What would the Greeks of old have said about that group, huh? Sometimes when you're living through miraculous times, it's hard to realize what kind of miracle, in fact, it is and how miraculous it is. More coming up. It's Monday at JM in the AM.
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only 
Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Yoni Z wrapping up a Monday here for us at JMM. Tomorrow, a big sports day, I'm proud to say. Shiva League Sports Update at 7.20 with uh, Elliot Weiselberg. And at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning, the coach of the defending Skyline Conference Men's Basketball Championship, Elliot Steinmetz, joins us at 8 o'clock tomorrow morning. Big night tomorrow night at Yeshiva University. Everyone's invited 8 p.m. for the uh, for the game, 7.30 p.m. for the banner-raising in the rafters of the Max Stern Athletic Center. So we have a big night tomorrow night at Yeshiva University. Hope to greet everybody there. And a big shout-out to our friends at Max Live up at YU. Tomorrow, make sure to be tuned in. Have a fabulous Monday. Mayor Weingarten next with the Israel Show. Then Yoni Pollock with After Further Review. And then, of course, Jake Novak with Novak Now. Have a great Monday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future. 